Hi everyone, it's Wellness Wednesday. I hope you're well where you are. Uh, in North Queensland we seem to have a lot of uh, hay fever going around at the moment. I think spring is well and truly sprung and there's a lot of pollens in the air. So even myself this morning I was feeling a bit hay feverish. My um, eldest has had a lot of trouble breathing recently, especially at night. So I was um, obviously giving her some medication to help her, but also um, using essential oils and googling acupressure points for hay fever which I'm grateful to say I found a few so I've also been trialing those and last night they seemed to work really well so also some um, hot tip for yourself to google acupressure points uh, for hay fever and you might find a little bit of natural relief as opposed to um, having to take uh, medication all the time which is not fun and I know personally how debilitating hay fever can be because for the 16 years I lived in the UK, I had terrible hay fever and it felt like you have a brick smashed into your face when you wake up every morning and it takes a long time to relieve the pressure around your nasal area, your forehead, your eyes, etc. Not to mention the amount of tissues that you go through. So do take care if you have hay fever. There's a few natural things you can do um, to help alleviate it. So. Um, uh, this week I uh, recovered physically uh, well from my marathon, I uh, feel good physically uh, but I've been a bit reluctant to get out of bed the last two days to go for my jogs. Um, I put that down to a couple of things. Um, uh, well it's that time of the month for me so you know when women have that time of the month their energy levels dip slightly. Um, but also I think that um, if you've ever run a marathon before or indeed done any kind of endurance event, um, the after effects is not just physically um, tiring but emotionally draining. So you give a lot of emotional energy to get up at 3am, 4am, 5am and go training. Then you give a lot emotionally to participate in the event uh, which is exciting but also um, a bit daunting and overwhelming and you have to keep your emotions in check but also if you're running for a cause like such as I am with my Run for Ukraine challenge um, you're obviously carrying the emotions of um, what you're trying to achieve for your friends as well as fundraising and you want people to be proud of you ultimately so um, it is kind of good to take some time to reflect on that post event uh, so this week is my week for reflection. Last week was far too busy for a week of reflection because it was um, non-stop but on Friday morning I got to go jogging with Grace Tame and that was really really special. Uh, and if you don't know who Grace Tame is, she was Australian of the Year in 2021. She's a pioneer for changing the laws in Australia around um, childhood sexual abuse victims. She's an amazing speaker. She has a foundation called the Grace Tame Foundation. So I got to spend some quality time with her on Friday morning, as well as her fiance uh, after our run. I got some one-to-one -one time with um, Max, drove him to the gym so he could do his legs workout. And we chatted a lot about um, the pressure that comes with you, with that comes uh, when you share your story and then a lot of people come and open up to you and share their stories. So. Um, essentially um, they feel inspired to come out with their story um, having witnessed or been um, privileged to hear you share your story so that's really um, a special special gift that um, firstly to be able to share your story secondly to be able to hear the stories of others um, and to empathize 
um, and to give them the strength and the power to um, acknowledge the impact of those stories. So that's really special. And I um, mentioned this last week that when I was in Melbourne, I picked up a book. Alexandra Andre was promoting her book at the Marathon um, uh, Running Festival in the, um, in the Runners Expo. It's called The Power of Possibility. It's a journey of inspiration and courage. So Alexandra Andre, I consider a relatively normal everyday person working away at an office in Melbourne. Quite liked running at school, didn't, you know, attend the Olympics or anything like that, but then um, started training for a few marathons. Uh, wasn't so successful at getting to the start line because she managed to get injured most of the times that she wanted to get to the start line. So. But in the end, she set herself an even big goal, which was to complete the Melbourne Ironman in 2015. So Melbourne Ironman, an Ironman event is much, much longer than a marathon. You do have to do a marathon, but that's the third event. I think you do like a 5K swim, 180-kilometer bike ride, ocean swimming, 180K bike ride on the open road, and then you do a marathon at the end, 42.2-kilometer run. So she trained for 10 months. Um, participated in the Ironman event and completed it in 12 hours, 12 minutes and 12 seconds. And she did the Ironman for her friend Mads who died of blood cancer that same year. She managed to raise a lot of money um, and draw attention to the fact that um, the power of possibility is within us. But what this book does really well for me, um, which other books um, I've read haven't touched on just quite as well, is the power of the mind-body connection because we can all be prone to injuries and illnesses throughout our life and it's how we um, manage them on a, a mental, emotional and physical level. So it's not to say that when we have a physical injury we can't accept treatment for it but it's also um, about creating the right conditions for our body to heal and repair itself emotionally as well as physically. So I'll just give you a quick for instance for myself. Two years ago, I had a really sore shoulder. It was like a frozen shoulder. Um, I have a lot of shoulder neck issues from whiplash. From a whiplash um, I sustained in a head-on car collision about 20 years ago. <clears throat> and more recently, a rear-ender So uh, in the last 18 months. So those front-on car collisions and rear car collisions, um, carrying heavy bags around, carrying kids around, breastfeeding, all the rest of it, you never fully recover from those kinds of injuries. So you have to accept them, learn to live with them, and then ultimately find ways to manage them. So obviously I manage them with treatment from professionals. I also manage them through stretching, uh, through nutrition, because I know that um, uh, food that is high in animal-based products and alcohol and sugary foods uh, cause a lot of inflammation in the body. So I want to limit my intake of those foods that I know cause inflammation so I can um, have a more alkaline body. Obviously, I know that stress also causes inflammation in my body. So if I'm stress intense, I'm going to cause more inflammation um, in my body. So it's really about understanding the causes of inflammation and trying to minimize those effects on your body. It's also then using natural um, rubs. So we have arnica cream, we have lavender oil, we have all of these natural anti-inflammatories, turmeric, for instance, that we can use to support um, our body if it's um, injured or ill. Uh, and then it's thinking about the mind-body connection. So with my shoulder, for instance, I would um, visualize taking off my heavy tortoise shell that was 
carrying I was carrying around on my back so my heavy backpack putting it down and feeling like a jelly eel all loose and floppy and a wobbly and over a few weeks of visual this visualization process um, and I also asked for a sign because I was spending a lot of money on treatment and not really feeling any um, relief so in the end I just kind of said to the universe give me a sign what can I do to fix my shoulder it's really bugging me now I, I just want to move on <clears throat> so in the end I was reading a book written by my friend and she talked about a shoulder injury at the very last chapter a shoulder injury that she had and how it was debilitating and she was going to need surgery and everything else and what she did to overcome that injury and I thought this is the sign so I um, followed um, the advice that she gave in the book and then within a short space of time my shoulder injury resolved itself but it's also similarly thinking about um, okay emotionally what's going on for me right now so I know emotionally physically I feel well but emotionally I feel a bit heavy so if I'm pushing myself to go for a run at the moment I'm not going to be doing myself um, the service it's not to say that I don't want to go running because I'm and I'm enjoying it but equally I need to just honor my body and the emotions that are coming up for me right now which could then ultimately cause injury if I push through them um, I've had a pain in my neck the last few weeks and I even when I did my half marathon training event um, two weeks prior to the marathon um, I still had a lot of pain in my neck and I thought I can't go to Melbourne and run a marathon with this massive pain in my neck I know that the pain in my neck is caused through the way that I sit and the way that I work and the things that I carry um, but also um, on a emotional um, level um, you, I have a pain in my neck you know there's things going on in my life that were causing me to to be a real pain in my neck so it's about acknowledging all those things that are um, in my life that are causing me stress and anguish and frustration and manifesting for me physically and that I've got a pain in the neck so I need to um, look at what those things are think about how they're impacting my ability to concentrate and to sleep well and to to run well and to feel relaxed and so on and so forth so really <clears throat> why I'm sharing this is that it talks about the holistic way in which we can approach our health rather than just accepting the pain in the neck um, having treatment for it I can find other ways to manage the symptoms which is um, tapping into that mind-body connection the emotional connection around the things that are in my life and finding ways which I can better um, support my health and well-being and this is tapped into beautifully in Alexandra's book The Power of Possibility because when she's training for an Ironman obviously she got, does a lot of um, test events training events leading up to the actual marathon and she suffers a whole range of um, injuries and illnesses and things that come up for her during those events and obviously she doesn't want to carry those into the the big race with her so she has to find ways to overcome them so she um, taps into her mind-body connection starts listening to her body she visits a kinesiologist so she starts releasing blocked energy blocked emotions in her body and it shows you through this story and through my own story how we can use that power of you know kinesiology blocked energy trapped emotions to be much more freer in our life I know that when I got to Melbourne that pain in my neck was not there I didn't feel it at all in the 42.2 K's that I ran I felt free I felt relaxed I felt comfortable 
um, and I've come back home after carrying my backpack around Melbourne for three days following the marathon knowing that I need to kind of take care of it a little bit more again so I'm doing that so really this um, book is one of the best I've read for showing how um, kinesiology and the power of the mind-body connection works to help us kind of move through obstacles and challenges in our in our physical body and doc that's the whole premise of dr. Joe Dispenza's work too when he talks about the mind-body connection so it's really really powerful and I thought I wanted to touch on that today I also want to introduce another book from my friend Crystal Leonardi it's called my brother Sebastian explaining cancer to kids so Crystal's got a couple of books um, and I've met her this year at a few events that we've attended. She's a lovely lady. She's based at Mariba in North Queensland. Uh, and this book is really about helping siblings understand cancer journeys for their brothers and sisters, obviously. Um, and it talks about Crystal's son, Sebastian, who has cancer. So it's really um, powerful, I think, in the way that stories can be used to help people understand obstacles, challenges. Grace Tame on Friday during the talk um, at the lunch spoke about the power of storytelling and through sharing her story. Her book is number two in Australia right now, so um, it might be worth checking that out as well. I'm sure it's an exciting um, and inspiring read. Um, but why I love books and why I love sharing books of other authors and talking about books is because I love the fact that um, books connect people, books enable people to overcome a lot of obstacles in their life um, and to feel um, more connected and we lose that sense of connection um, often because we're so focused on our day-to-day -day world and our day-to-day -day doing. So that's really special so I'm grateful to have met both those inspirational women this year and to be able to share their work. Crystal Leonardi and um, Alexandra Andre, you can check them out. Their books are available anywhere you buy books. Speaking of books, speaking of running, so I'm very grateful to Outer Limits from Townsville who last night gifted me a free entry into the final um, trail run, which is the Paluma um, trail run on the uh, 30th of October just a few short weeks away. <coughs> I'm going to participate in the 10K event as part of my Run for Ukraine challenge. Um, it's very nice to be gifted free entry to events because it allows me to put the money I would spend on the entry fee to my fundraising. So I'm super grateful for that. And also I absolutely love Paluma. It's one of the most inspiring places I've been. I went there last year. Uh, wrote a book actually with a group of kids from schools all around North Queensland. It's called um, Stories from the Rainforest and Beyond. It's also available wherever you buy books online. Uh, we spent a week in the rainforest with children from different schools um, and we um, participated in a range of kind of lived natural experiences as well as talking about storytelling, bringing our stories to life, conveying emotions, how to articulate our stories and pictures as well as words. <coughs> we talked about the hero's journey, overcoming obstacles, um, tapping into resources around us, bringing things to life, bringing characters to life. It was really, really empowering week that we spent at Paluma, but being in the rainforest is just such a healing experience. 
so this I was delighted to participate in this book exactly a year ago now um, and everyone that picks it up is really fascinated because each child got to um, write one story which is part of the book so on every page there is a different story by a different author with a corresponding illustration that they drew and um, myself and uh, Matt B. Lewis um, obviously they co-publishers of this book so it's super cool how children can <coughs> spend a few days away in nature disconnected in and have a more analog experience experience nature connect with other people um, and become away more confident I certainly saw some real um, growth in some of the young people that participated so that's really cool and this week hopefully tomorrow uh, I will be finishing the layout of my new children's book which is a co-collaboration um, with my eldest daughter. She is the illustrator, I am the author but it's essentially her story. Uh, and this is a story about a little girl who moves from London to Townsville. Um, it's helping to bring um, into words <clears throat> her experience of relocating and moving countries at a young age, what she left behind what she gained, what she's learned along the way, but the book touches on multiculturalism, it touches on geography, topography, time zones, all those other little things that young people don't necessarily um, understand if they haven't kind of visited the North and Southern Hemisphere or they have people um, who live abroad. So it's um, a really interesting book, but what I wanted to do with this particular book is to kind of help parents see that they can also guide their child to share their stories, to write their stories and to overcome um, their feelings of uh, sadness or frustration or leaving things behind um, and experience growth um, and uh, appreciating um, new opportunities and experiences that come every time we have a major change in our life. So I'm hopeful that other parents will be able to draw inspiration from the story as well um, and children will be able to draw inspiration from the fact that they too um, can use their stories to create meaningful um, work for people so that's the main premise of the book and I'm hoping that it will be finished this week and printed in the coming two weeks uh, and we can start sharing it with people so yes that's been a very special uh, few days so um, honoring my emotional health this week um, thinking about um, what I gained as a result of the marathon, also um, how we can continue to support our friends. You will have seen a whole range of new bombings uh, in Ukraine over the last two days. It's been immensely worrying for me, obviously, and I've been talking to my friends about their safety and well-being during this time, and so it still highlights to me that I need to continue on the path that I'm on. So um, as, as as painful and as challenging as it is, I will continue to do that. So have a great week where you are. Um, I have launched my podcast last week, uh, my birthday, to only 10 days. Actually, yes, it's two weeks since my birthday. So much has happened in the last two weeks. So it's on Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. If you um, just type in Chrissy Regan, the wellness poet, <coughs> the podcast is titled everyday wellness with Chrissy Regan and essentially to share stories and messages around a whole range of holistic health topics, well-being topics, um, sharing books, talking to experts, um, 
episode I'll be releasing in the next few days focuses around sexual health and well-being which is super important so um, yeah I love the podcast because it enables me to kind of share content um, very broadly um, not just on YouTube and on Facebook but um, on audio platforms around the world so I'm super grateful to have that opportunity um, and I'm enjoying the process and I thank you for subscribing um, and sharing it so take care of yourself where you are and I will see you again real soon or talk to you again real soon. All right. Bye.